what's going down, fans. The comic bookies are back after a week off. Plenty to get into in the worlds of sports and comics, so let's hit it. We check in on the NBA and NHL playoffs. The Euro 2020s have now started, and NASCAR. We talk about our experiences at Sonoma. Kyle Larson wins again at Texas, and but will he win this week in Nashville? A new track for all of us, so can't wait to talk about that. And over on the comic book side, again, just like every single week, we have new comic books to get into, old comic books from the last couple weeks to talk about, and we have plenty of news, including Loki Episode 1, some Eisner Award nominees, and Batman's sexuality gets canceled. All that and a bag of chips on this 116th episode of the Comic Bookies Podcast. Join us, will you? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Bookies Podcast, episode 116. We are live right now on YouTube and Twitch, so come and join us. Uh, give us a chat, a question, and we will entertain that. Oh, hear those fireworks? That's it. You got the there fireworks. They Com- knew we got started, podcast. baby. There it is, everyone. But oh. we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Today, June 16th, 2021, is new comic book day. So go out and see Alex. He'll get you started on a pull list to start or continue your comic books addiction. Uh, fellas, uh, you know, took a week off last week. Myself, I was the reason why I went out to Arizona, uh, specifically there it is. There's a couple of fireworks for the the city of Phoenix in Mesa, Arizona, and that hot ass weather. But gentlemen, how are you? It's been a, it's been a while. You know, I'm liking this grand entrance with the fireworks in the background. I mean, 116 episodes, guys. Something to be proud of. Let's go. Let's roll. Everything I mean, is I, good, bro. This this weather's hot though. I know it ain't nothing probably compared to that Arizona weather, but it's been two weeks since I've been with the fellas. I'm mm-hmm. excited for tonight, guys. How you guys doing? I feel like Kurt Angle or like uh, HBK with those fireworks, <laughs> like dun, 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 you know, <laughs> hell yeah, Mark, what's going on, brother? It's going on, it's going on. Nice to have you back. We're recording the 16th on the six, 116 on the 16th. Pretty cool sure. how that all worked out, and I always love, of course, how we always get to record on new comic book Wednesdays. Um, yeah, how was your experience down there in Arizona, man? 108 to 113 the whole time you were down there. Fans, if we have any fans down in AZ, let us know. How scorching is it? Because, man, it's uh, um, I mean, it's it's kind of different. You know, like everyone says, like when you're in Vegas, like, oh, don't worry. It's like a dry heat. It's not like out here where it's a little bit like, you know, your 95 degrees feels a little hotter because it's a little muggier than like all these desert places. But, man. 115 is freaking 115 you know what i'm saying and then when it's windy it's not like a cool breeze it's like you're in a furnace it's just hot wind so we didn't spend too much time outside we went to my brother's because he has a new house and like it's pretty cool the community has a community center a gym a pool with like water slides and stuff so we we did that the first full day that we were there took the kids out uh you know, swimming and stuff. And that was really cool. So even though at that time it was like one Oh two, like one Oh three, it didn't, it, it felt nice. Cause we were in the pool, but man, some of those other times during the day, like we got, we, we left a sushi place that we went to and it was one twelve when we got in the, in the rental car. It's just insane. It's just like unbearable. It's, it's the surface of the sun and I would never move there. Never say never, but like right now I would never freaking move there. I don't care what the prices of the property is out there. 
You got to do the cooking the egg on the asphalt test, man. That's Hell yeah. You know it's hot. I can I can sear a fillet too before I pop it in the oven. You know, like it was crazy. Uh, I had a good time. You know, uh, fortunately, a lot of the places that we were going to, we went to uh, a surprise birthday party for my brother at his buddy's house. Uh, you know, Sean, you know, Bobby went to yep. his house and swam as well. So, but there's AC there, AC at my brother's house, AC in every restaurant and you know diner we went to, and of course our hotel was like you know blasting the AC at like 71, 72 degrees. You know, so. It, but it was cool. It was, it was a good experience. Um, definitely taught myself some more patience as far as traveling with kids. Dude, the kids were amazing. I have a little beef with Hertz rental car, though. I have a beef. There it is. See, Hertz rental car. You can't, you know, they want to give you the fireworks they for Hertz rental car. They want all the smoke, huh? Exactly. So they own Thrifty and Dollar Rental, right? So our, you know, through Expedia, we get the Dollar Rental uh, car. So because no one wants to go back to work, both. Two out of the three places are closed. So sorry, if you have a reservation through Hertz, Thrifty, or Dollar, you have to get in this one line of like 75 people. So not only did we travel with two car seats, a stroller, uh, two bags, two checked bags, and two backpacks. Like one of them is a diaper bag, one of them is a regular backpack that held like the laptop and stuff like that. And like haul all of that and step like one inch at a time. And it took us an hour and a half after our flight to get the car it was a horrible experience while my parents did like enterprise and they were in and out in like seven minutes like it was bs sucker (laughs) i know oh man but that was like literally like the only uh bad experience i had and also to tell you the truth hotels are kind of whack as far as when you want to go there to get a free breakfast because of covid and stuff they don't have any like communal space no one's cooking eggs, bacon, sausage, pancakes, waffles, nothing. Like you go to a window and the lady's like, what do you want? You want a blueberry muffin or a bagel? And she gives you like this half-ass, this bagel that's wrapped in a plastic bag that's not even toasted. And like in junior high, when you get a bagel and cream cheese, a little thing of cream cheese, and like that's it. And like you can get like a cup. There's a couple of varieties of cereals with milk, but it was just like I was like, what? I wanted like a continental Stale breakfast. Bagel. Like you what asking the hell? for too much from that like, from that continental swag. You asking a little. <laughs> too you know much. what? It's a Holiday Inn Express, okay? I expect a little bit more than a bagged bagel, you know. But but anyways, that was like my bougie, you know, complaint for the whole weekend. But other than that, so we it can was a great so we weekend. can check a no on Mike's first travel, major traveling after uh, COVID restrictions. It, which, which I know, like Arizona, I think like I don't think that restrictions are obviously we let up yesterday in California, but it's still it's pretty bad down there in Arizona. What do you People mean? People still wearing bad? masks all over the place and stuff. That's Nowhere. what I'm saying. So you would think that like the continental breakfast type of thing, it wouldn't just be a bagel with the junior high cream cheese. Very true, but it's still like a, a corporate thing, you know. Right. So it's like I don't care where you are. You you can be in Tennessee or you can be in, in in California. They might kind of conduct business the same. So, but no, we go to a Target. We went to a Walmart. We went to a couple restaurants. No employees wearing masks. Like it was crazy. It's a different world out there. Um, it, it it felt weird, but it felt good at the same time also to not have to go into a restaurant, you know. Like go th- walk through the front doors and not wear a mask yeah. because I would just take my mask off, you know, at the table anyways. But yeah, uh, yeah normal feel. Yeah, uh, it was pretty crazy. Uh, there was probably like the whole weekend, there was probably like maybe 30 or 40 people total who was like wearing a mask and stuff. But uh, but it also felt good at the same time to feel like, OK, cool. Like this is what California can get to, you know, like everyone's, you know, no one's giving anybody any dirty looks or whatever. 
Um, although there's one person at Target who kind of gave me and my wife a dirty look. Like, right, the first day we get there, we had to go to Target, and we did wear a mask. And he was like, whatever. You know, it gave us was like it that a, Was it a Gale or a Biff? He knew where you were from. <laughs> it was a Kevin. I know he knew where Kevin. we were from. <laughs> exactly. Ordering but, state. You didn't, have yeah, to tell much. But, you didn't have to say much. I know. Probably I know. wearing your damn A's gear, too, knowing you. <laughs> I don't know. What was I wearing? Probably. probably the, mask, the mask was probably an ace damn mask. For that. <laughs> no, my dad's is, though. My dad's mask oh, is an ace there mask. There it is. Right. So, there it is. Yeah. So, um, but no, but all in all, it was a, it was a great weekend. Uh, I would never visit again in the summertime, for sure. Like, I'd wait till the end of the NASCAR season to go to the Either championship race. I was just going to say that. that's why NASCAR goes there in the beginning and the end of the in year. The end. Yeah. <laughs> God, hell no, we're not. That's why Vegas, they do that in Vegas, too. They're imagine not going to go in June, July or August. Imagine, but back to that real quick. I mean, if it's kind of about the same type of um, cost of living in Arizona and Vegas, why the hell would you choose Arizona? At least Vegas, it's a little bit cooler, I would imagine. And you get to gamble wherever the hell you want. I mean, okay, for the comic book, at least spring training quieter probably i mean i do get it for i guess us looking at it from the entertainment aspect but no i mean arizona you know, we went there for spring training it's a fun place over there mm-hmm. you know for comic uh comic bookie mark man they don't get much better than the books baby but yeah, <laughs> yeah, no come, come march madness in that book baby yeah uh, i don't know what i don't know if spring sweating can uh beat the the march in the book baby there's a lot of opportunities like with jobs and stuff too so i'm wondering if the job market is a little better in arizona you know, with uh, I was just oh, talking to a few people at, at the party and stuff. So just if you don't want to work in a casino, it might be slim pickings as far as you know, like like decent paying jobs in Vegas. 100%. So yeah, so security at the Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> you get <laughs> smelling <laughs> cigarettes. Wherever. It's always taxi driving. I'm sorry, but if any, of our, if any of our fans work at a casino, um, the Monte Carlo out there, we know we got fans all over the globe. But geez, I mean. You know, there's got to be years off your life with that secondhand smoke all day. You know, you have an eight hour shift and people are just smoking. I know their filtration is pretty damn good, but uh, into it, bro. you don't even smell it by the time you're in there. Shout out to all of my people that work in casinos. Let us know if you're in the comments, if you work at a casino, if you deal cards, if you're a cocktail waitress, uh, whatever you do. God bless your soul for giving us all the entertainment that we love and enjoy here. At least comic bookie Mark does in that book, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I definitely advocate for a trip to, to Arizona, just not in the summertime. Go in the spring for spring training and for a NASCAR race. And if it's sports, you know, specific. What if they don't like sports? What if they listen to this just for the damn uh, comic the, books, man? You're not going to tell them to hit Sedona for the biking? I heard there's great, like, trails yeah, and all that up true, there. I think true. it's, like, and Northwest. Then, yeah. And then, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, it's really beautiful out there as far as, like, some tri- – like, the – you know, I was in the suburbs a lot, like the new developments and everything, but it looked like there were some cool spots to hit for like biking mm-hmm. and stuff. Is this, you a, know? is this a sign or a prelude to maybe the Suns making the finals this year as much as we've been talking about the Arizona? We'll, we'll, we'll heat see maybe? what Chris Paul has to do with that, man. Cool. <laughs> so let's get into it, actually. Let's do that. Let's segue. It's a nice little segue, Mark. So NBA playoffs is happening right now. A lot has happened in both the NBA and the NHL playoffs uh, in, in over the last few weeks. A lot of series are now concluded. You got the Brooklyn Nets who just won yesterday. Uh, I guess uh, Kevin Durant had a historic night last night with his triple double, and they're up three games to two. Uh, what are the other series, Sean? What are the other series at? Oh, I, I know we got, got the, the LA Clippers. LA. Yeah. What's the score of that game right now, Mike? I know you got it behind you. 
it's on a commercial right now, but I can actually pull it up. But I know that um, 105, 97 Clippers. Ooh, okay. So nice. no Ka- no Kawhi, and they're still uh, have a lead. The winner of this will be up three two. We got to see Denver with the sweep. Man, talk about resting and with the whole Chris Paul situation, they can use it. Yeah, uh, for sure. And then, oh my God, just the squandering of a win uh, with Philadelphia tonight. I'm happy you said like, it. Bro, at at home, at terrible, home against Atlanta, terrible. with you know you did the opportunity to go up three games to two. You know now Atlanta. They were down 26 points in the third quarter. They come rolling all the way back. Philadelphia just craps the bed offensively. And then they, now they have to go on the road, I assume. It's 2-2, it's, 1-1-1. It's two, two, one, one, yeah, one. So, right so now they have an elimination game on the road down in the Dirty South. Uh, I believe probably Friday, I assume. Friday or Saturday. But what the hell? Oh, uh, man. That's what makes me think is Embiid really an MVP Guy, I mean, he played good, but it's that team, man. I think we've seen that stat that nobody other than Curry and Embiid had a field goal. Tobias looked like doo-doo. Simmons can't shoot. They get no points off that bench. I mean, Atlanta shouldn't be winning that basketball game. I mean, Philly, you've you got to be better than that. Come on now, guys. You guys are up, what, 26, you said, Mike? 26 points in the third quarter. I mean, I even seen Chuck do a guarantee. Good old Charles oh, Barkley yeah. guarantee and... They were outscored. They were outscored. The Philadelphia 76ers were in the fourth quarter, 40 to 19 in their own building, 40 to 19. Oh, my God. And in the third quarter, 29 to 25. So, I mean, I don't know. It was a complete meltdown in the fourth. I don't know what Doc got. Garbage. Doc, Doc obviously didn't have the (laughs) didn't have the, the surgery room prepped and ready to go for this one. But what are your guys' thoughts, man? We're seeing a young, young star in the making here, guys. Man, Great comparable killer. to our guy, Steph Curry, you know, you know, Oklahoma. People like, you know, we saw him in college, liked him, you know, just mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, I didn't think kind of mm, I, I didn't think that he was going to be this good. But he's obviously propelling his team to, you know. Man, almost the conference finals. So what do you guys think about this guy, man? He's a star in the making, or is he already there? Him and Luka, I mean, this this NBA is really, really turning around. As much as we love our Warriors, I mean, all great dynasties come to an end, right? And, you know, I'm not saying that it's over, but it's obviously on the downward part of, you know, the the hill. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. they're not getting any younger unless they, they, you know, they're going to have to draft and do whatever they got to do, acquisitions, but... Man, this new breed in the NBA that we're seeing right now with, you know, Trey Young, we got Luca, we got, you know, Lonzo, see how he just won rookie of the year, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So it's just uh it's pretty crazy. Your thoughts on these rookies, Trey Young, the game, wherever you guys want to go with it, really. But I'm really, really impressed. Thirty nine points on forty minutes tonight. Guys just doing it all. Ten for twenty three, only two for six from three, but man. Uh, not bad for the for the young guy from Oklahoma. Your thoughts, guys? I gotta admit, dude, the boy can play. Uh, he has every opportunity with that team because he got drafted to be the guy. I mean, Atlanta wasn't even a playoff team, and they've built a good team around him. John Collins is playing good basketball. Bogdanovich, uh, Capella, and you know they got hot at the right time. They got McMillan as their coach. I think he came in during the season when he became the head coach. Man, they're one of the best records in the NBA. And former Portland sh- player, right? Former Portland player, I think a defensive player, uh, first team or second team, and then he's just brought that defense to that team, man. They've cl- you know, crunched down, and 
look at it, man. You know, they have no reason to maybe even be in the playoffs for some people, but they got hot at the right time. They beat the Knicks 4-1. They're up 3-2 versus Philly. And Trey Young's balling, man. I mean, straight up, the kid can play basketball. He has a great opportunity over there being the guy. And damn, man, I, I can't really say much, but he's, he's been a star for sure. I mean, they got everything in the in the third and fourth quarter from this team. You had like, you know, Williams come off the bench, 15 points off seven of 11 shooting. You know, Gallinari, six of 10 shooting, you know, 16 Yellow. points off the bench, off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like they're getting, you know, help where they can. Whereas Philadelphia, pretty much the whole yeah. second half, especially the fourth quarter, it was all Embiid and Curry. And that was it. And then, oh, my God. Uh What's his name? Ben Simmons. Yeah, he hit that miraculous two free throws. But then the next one, dude, it's a laser beam to the hoop. This guy, what are you doing? How you do like, that as an NBA player? I, I don't get that. Every single NBA player should be what? At least what? 80, 82 percent? You're professional. It's like, it's like PATs, really, to me. Like you shouldn't embarrassing, be, man. You shouldn't like, even be in the league if you can't hit less than 80 percent of your freaking free throws, man. It's embarrassing. And what's the one of the first shots you grow up learning? It's the free throw, and to be a are, point guard at that, doing it like Ben Simmons, you better than that, man. Like, are you are you guys enjoying these playoffs so far this year in 2021, or do you guys enjoy bubble ball more? This one for sure. Yeah, this one. I mean, bubble ball. Was no, what it was. bubble ball had some great games. Remember Donovan Mitchell against? Um, oh, it did. No, you're, you're right I'll about take, that. I'll take fans. Like bubble every, ball was good a, last year. I'll take a packed house any day. Well, yeah, I mean, the atmosphere, 100 percent. But I think we had some pretty damn good games. Like, you know, we got the good Tyler Hero meme with the face that he did, you know, and just oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, besides, you know, your Sean's team, the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> he's a <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> nah, but uh, besides the Lakers winning, probably a bunch of Lakers fans listening because they're all over the globe. They're like uh, Yankees fans and uh, Manchester man, United like fans. and uh, <laughs> But nah, man, I, I, enjoy, I, I probably paid attention to more bubble ball than I did this year, honestly, because obviously we were cooped up and whatnot. But um, yeah. nah, this one's been all right. It's been pretty good uh, still. Brooklyn Nets uh, favored to win it with your guy uh, KD Easy Money Sniper coming in as your favorite right now to win the finals MVP at two to one. Man, guy, uh, what a rebound year for him, I would say. Right. It scares me every time I see him plant that right ankle. But uh, hopefully he he lasts up because, uh, man, sometimes these injuries happen and these guys never come back as strong. But uh, this guy is just balling. My opinion on this next game coming up, I think it being in Milwaukee, I think it has yeah, a potential tomorrow. to go to game seven. Your thoughts? I hope so. Game seven. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. You hope um, so? I, I hope it goes to game seven. You know, push him a little bit, you know? James Harden, is he going to play? Bro, he's going to play, but if you see what he did yesterday, he had like four points. He was more of a decoy the whole game, and that's what bothers me the most, man. The bus could have just stepped on their neck and just killed them. Yeah. But they just kept starting to do jump shots. They let KD do KD stuff. I mean, Giannis, you're the MVP type of player. You got to cover KD. I don't. I didn't see him cover KD one time yesterday. So I just trying to figure out what's going on with the matchups. But we'll see, man. KD played every minute yesterday, and he's probably going to have to play every minute tomorrow. He's probably tired, but the boy is killing it. Good for him. We know how talented he is. I want that series to go game seven. That's, that's, you know, two of the premier teams. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Brook, I mean, Brook, I mean, if you like Brooklyn, it's looking like you can get them at about five, five and a half right now. So, uh, they're kind of Vegas kind of wants uh, game seven like we do also, guys. Yeah. I mean, by the time we record next week, we're probably going to have a solidified uh, Western if we're Western and Eastern Conference Western. Finals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but before we go from the hardwood to the uh, ice, uh, Caleb in the chat. Hello, sir. How are you doing? There he uh, is. Uh, yeah, what's up, Caleb? So, yeah, so going to the ice now. Um, man, Mark, New York Islanders, man. <sighs> they didn't like pull it, it off since, last since, night. Since, like, the second round. I know, they didn't pull it off last night. And um, I believe the Knights lost today. They lost, like, 3-2 to two or 4-3 to three against the Montreal Canadiens. So that series is also 1-1. Um, one. So, but it's weird. I saw, like, the Vegas odds for the Stanley Cup Finals. Dude, like, uh Vegas is like minus money. They're like minus like 180, which I was surprised. I thought that Tampa Bay would be the team to be favorites, but I guess not. Vegas, I guess man. Vegas likes Las Vegas, and not only they like Vegas, but they like them at minus money. Hey, we need a Canada team, man, bro. We still got the Canadians. We're going strong right now. Come on, Montreal. I mean, yeah, I know, but no. I but, but <laughs> BGK, Montreal, baby. But Montreal, going? no, no, not BGK. Uh, but Montreal is. Yeah. Um, they already Go won like, 20 something Stanley cups. Like and I know, what everyone forgets yes, about. Yeah, I know. Like back when they were like the original six. They, yes, I know they won most of them. Then they haven't won a Stanley cup since like 93, 94, but still I would have yeah. much rather have had Toronto or, or Winnipeg, uh, win the Stanley cup finals. But it, you know what? Yeah, It'd be cool to see a Canadian team win. Our boy, big Joe's rolling with Tampa though, right now. Right. Joe no, Thornton, he was in he was Toronto. Toronto, he was Toronto. Yes, you're right. He's on yeah, the he uh, he could. They also crapped the bed against Montreal, up three games to one. So yeah, uh, so we'll see. So see the yeah. Canadians actually. Let me give you some guys as some odds real quick. The Canadians are actually the longest odds, sixteen to one. The only one in double digits. Islanders, my team, six to one right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa Bay plus about two and a half to one, and like you said, Golden Knights, man, minus one twenty. Uh, if you if I'm looking for any type of value, we're New York. Stand up. Where we at? New York. NY NYI NYI six to one baby. Let's go. It's gonna I'm be still, them and them and VGK in the I'm, finals. I think I'm still gonna go Tampa Bay to uh, to win the to, to go Tampa's back. Tampa's good. I I can see them getting there. I mean, uh, it's one you know, one right. Oh my God, VGK both, is so yeah, yeah, but, good though, man. Yeah, both um, series are one, both series are one one. If VGK gets there, I think they they might win. But I think Tampa yeah. could definitely take uh, I, Montreal. I've probably yeah. I've probably watched more minutes of um, Tampa Bay <laughs> and New York Islanders than I'd like to admit actually because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I probably watched all, I've watched at least two periods last night, a couple periods the other game, and. Uh, I've been tuning into this game a little bit more than I have NBA, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I don't know, but um, I've been it's, I've been enjoying the the hockey lately. I, I yeah. caught a little bit of the VGK game, but not as much. I I kind of like the Islanders and the Lightning uh, matchup. Pretty been pretty good. Yeah, uh, the Golden Knights tonight they put themselves in a hole. I think they were down two zero after the first period, so it was kind of hard to dig themselves out. But dude, it's it's the 
it's what I missed about 2019 and before. You know, you had baseball. So even if the Giants or the A's or or any other team is doing well, it's like it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to watch the NBA or the NHL playoffs, and it kind of yeah. feels the same. I get that same feeling now. To whereas last year when the A's were doing really well, I kind of would have would have rather have watched them than this no fans bubble basketball or hockey playoffs, to be honest. Like, that's my opinion. But this year, I feel it's like back to normal. There are fans back in the crowds. Um, it's way more watchable to me. Yeah, and so, I, and so that's why I, I come home and I turn on my YouTube TV and I don't go directly to the A's game at 7 o'clock. I go to the 4.30, the end of those games in hockey or basketball, and then I continue on to the evening games in hockey and basketball before I go to the A's. It's crazy. Uh, just because of how big the fans play a role in a hockey game. We've been to some hockey games, obviously, and you just see, you know, those towels. You hear the, you know, the noises rocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, bro, there's almost no momentum, like a hockey team's momentum in the playoffs when they're rolling. And I mean, it's easy, on that glass, baby, bro, <laughs> it's easy to see why people would want to hey, I gotta tune in at least to some of this game back end of it or whatever it is. But I will admit, bro, it is so weird. The sharks being where they're at, not to go off topic, but it is oh, sharks, yeah. and like that's what we're used to. And like you're seeing all these playoff teams. I mean, I got the whole table up, and to not see the sharks there, it's just like, damn, this <laughs> might not just be a one-year spell, bro. We might be, uh, we might be yeah. uh, definitely uh, one of the bottom feeders for a while right now. It's so crazy, man. I mean, it kind of feels weird, like you know, if you're a Blackhawks fan or a Red Wings fan, because oh, you know, history, three, man. like three years ago. For the previous 10 to 15, we would see them up there every year. So it's kind of weird. Like the Devils even are kind of, you know, are, are down there. And as far as the bottom feeders is concerned, too. So it's it's um it's pretty crazy. But uh, but we'll see two more series. So I'm guessing by the time that we record next week, maybe we'll have the Stanley Cup finals. Um, we might. We might. Uh, you know, solidified. So we'll see. So we'll preview that series coming up next week. But on to the pitch. Yes. Because the Euro 2020 was, uh, you know, was, of course, canceled or postponed in 2020 because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So now we have the Euro 2020 in 2021. So uh, Mark and Sean, you're Portuguese. They uh, won their first game. If you're listening to this this weekend, uh, they have a game at noon on Saturday against Germany. At um, nine. You guys are at noon. We are at, yes, the Polacks are at uh, at noon Uh the Portuguese, they are at nine. But yeah, so they won their first game 3-0. Unfortunately, um, I didn't see the replay of the game. I think I was at work or I was on back on in Arizona. But uh, Poland got that red card and it kind of put him in a bad spot. So they lose, I believe, two to one. And uh, they play Spain at noon on Saturday and Portugal plays Germany at 9 a.m. But there's been some really good games. It's it feels great to have that back. It kind of gives that feeling of like, dude, we're going to have the Euro Cup for a whole month. And then right after the Euro Cup ends, we have the Olympics, like the Summer Olympics. So this is like like 2021. Oh, my God. Like all the stuff that should have happened in 2020. We're getting it all back. We're getting hockey playoffs, NBA playoffs. We're getting a summer where the Giants and the A's are in first place in their division. In their divisions. You know what I'm saying? So if it feels good to be uh, not only a Bay Area sports fan, but just a sports fan in general to get these things that we're only getting once every two to four years. It's all happening at once. We love it. Uh, well, we know how much we love the world tournaments, obviously, from the Olympics. Obviously, what we have currently in store in Europe, the Euro Cup. Man, it has been exciting. Italy's back to being Italy. Belgium's looking like the ranked number one team. You know what? The Pollocks did lose, but we still got faith in Lewandowski. You guys got a huge game versus Spain on Saturday. It's going to be rocking wherever they're playing. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, the Portuguese got to go to Germany and of course face Germany. They had a good first game. They got the three goal differential. Ronaldo had a couple crackers, two goals, and oh man, it, and not just being the biased Portuguese, but just watching every game, man. You see some of those crowds and some of those fans. You see just that, you know, that's what life is to them. It's soccer. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's been huge. Uh, a quick shout out also from the Comic Bookies podcast. Mr. Christian Erickson, bro. Yeah. We love you. We know how talented and how important you are to the soccer community. It was one of the scariest things I've ever seen on live TV. And I am just so happy as just a human being that you're alive, man. So big ups yeah. for sure. It's it, like that was a crazy situation because you guys are texting me about it. And like we're checking into the hotel. I have no idea. I have to like quickly go up to the room and turn the TV on. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like he died or like, like what? Like what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. So like he actually like did die, and then like they, the the first defibrillator they actually then they they you know kickstarted his heart like Motley Crue would say they kickstarted his heart, and just the self awareness uh, of that player I forgot his name I think it started with a K coming over turning him onto his side making sure he didn't swallow his own tongue just like it's crazy and then to have paramedics like just imagine if they came to the pitch thirty seconds sixty seconds later. He wouldn't be in the hospital bed. He wouldn't be recovering right now. He'd be dead, and that would be just a horrible, horrible, you know, f- feeling to have on the first was the first day or first or second day of the Euro. Second day. Yeah. yeah. They actually had the timing. It took a minute and 40, 49 seconds for the health officials to get on the field and begin CPR. And it was crazy because I mean I was watching the game. I seen the throw into him and him collapse, and it's like okay, that was like something a little bit more serious. And I don't think anyone knew to where it was like a streaker's on the field. We turned the camera. They didn't know what was going on. So they're like kind of zoomed in. You see them laying on the field. A Mark texts me, are they doing CPR? And you see them doing CPR. And wow. it's crazy before like the last video they shown, you actually see his body do like one of those like shocks, which I'm sure was a defibrillator. And it was, it was chills, bro. It was chills. And wow. Uh, yeah. Not something you see every day, you know, there was no contact. There was like nothing. It was just, you know, to have cardiac arrest. And how old is he? Late 20 years old. Yeah. I mean, it, it's old? crazy. He's like 28, 29, bro. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. That's it? Yeah. Like Damn. not to, you know, not to make light of it or a joke or whatever. But Christian Erickson, when I played, you know, that the one of the FIFA video games, when I first started getting into soccer, like yeah. four or five years oh, ago, he was a, he, he was the first player I, I kind of purchased for Manchester United, like from Tottenham or wherever he was at the time. It was like Christian Eriksen. He played really well for me. So it was He's crazy. Dude, like, man, he is. I was like, what the hell? Right. So, um, so let's get into the actual game. So today's games on Wednesday, the 16th, Russia takes out my Finns. Yeah, dude, my countries are not doing well at all. Poland, <laughs> Finland, and Scotland are like just at, playing like ass right now. What's your uh, combined record right now, Mike? Zero and three, I think. Or Finland, they they won a game, so one and three because Finland. Yeah, one and three. Yeah, so but Wales takes out Turkey two zero, and then Italy and another three zero win, a combined six uh, zero on there. So, um, what do you guys like about it so far? What do you think about po- uh, Portugal's chances, especially getting out of the, the the group of death and then going forward? You know, is it is it Belgium's tournament to lose, or you know, France, Italy, Germany? What do you guys think? I got to give a shout out actually to North Macedonia. I mean, <laughs> there it is. I was like looking at that flag. I'm like, what damn, what, dude, what country is this? And coming to find out when that 
guy scored. I was actually listening to that game on mm-hmm. like satellite radio on the soccer channel they got. And I was like, what? They said that he scored is like the first time ever they've ever been in a made a tournament. First time ever scoring a goal. And the dude that did it was like played with them forever. I think he's like 35 or he's like in his late 30s or something. And I was like, man, this is pretty awesome. Uh, that's why we like love these tournaments. I mean, who knows how far they're going to be able to go. But, uh, man, shout out to North Macedonia for uh, getting in the Euro 2020 slash 2021, if you will. The Group F, the Group of Death, Portugal, we got a goal differential advantage like Sean alluded to. It's going to be really hard. I think Germany can be had. We got away, luckily. You know, uh, it was looking pretty ugly against Hungary. So uh, shout out to them. The keeper was fabulous. Uh, Their defense was on point. We couldn't break through. But uh, like the Portuguese always often do with Cristiano Ronaldo, they break through. He gets two. He breaks another record. But there's one thing that he will not be having. And he was having none of it. Don't give don't don't give Cristiano no damn Coca-Cola, man, because they're the sponsors. And you're gonna make them drop four billion in revenue if you don't drink that damn Jeez, Coke, Cristiano. Man. And as a stockholder, baby, next time they give you that Coke, I don't want to hear your number seven ash just hold up that damn water. Agua, agua. That boy pushed the two Coke bottles to the side and said, uh, uh, uh. But not. Nah, uh, guy breaks records. Guy's probably gonna honestly be the goat greatest of all time. You know, uh, I don't know. How, at the end of his career, I don't know how you're gonna really have to, you know. If he wins this trophy again, you know, it's uh, what argument you, is there to be had? How are you going to you can't really deny the fact, not just being a homer there, but you're seeing great play. I see, you know, your guy, uh, Lewandowski, man, he's another great player. You know, uh, they could have easily drew that game as well. Drew, draw, you know, nil, nil or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, not, not not bad, man. Spain, I'd like. It's always the same thing with Spain. They play keep away. They control. They weren't able to beat Sweden. I know they were very, very happy to come away with that type of uh, game Sweden was against such a stiff opposition. But uh, nah, man, England got their game. I think they play tomorrow. Seems like they haven't played in a while. But the Netherlands, I like to see my guy Wijnaldum, new PSG player, but a former Liverpool player. He's out there. He scored a goal. Guy's doing pretty good. Doing good, man. And yeah, uh, Russia, they always fight hard. Belgium, shout out uh, Belgium to our listener and our down, uh, the one that constant uh, listener. Down in Belgium, I know, hey, that's right. Let's go Belgium, baby. But uh, yeah, it, it's fun, man. Uh, it's always fun. I just wish I could watch more games, right? It's just uh, true. It sucks when they're so early in the day and whatnot. But uh, Portugal this Saturday, definitely be watching. Definitely going to be fun. But uh yeah, what are your thoughts, Mike? Yeah. I mean, tomorrow we have Ukraine and North Macedonia, Denmark and Belgium, and then the Netherlands and Austria are tomorrow's Ooh, slated nice. games. And then, uh, but yeah, I mean, I always enjoy it. Of course, I get to watch more of it on the weekends, you know. Um, but whenever I can, if, if there, it's a you know downtime at work, hopefully no one at work is uh, listening right now. But you know, just kind of put the on my phone or on the laptop and like go do work and kind of walk by, you know, and kind of check out the games and stuff. But yeah. It's one of those ones. <laughs> Soft. Yeah. Yep, exactly. You gotta love it, bro. You know it's soccer season when you hear that. And also, hey, for Saturday, for all the Bay Area, California people, shout out to the Benfica Club in San Jose, because we likely will be watching the game over there. So, hey, 
come and join. We were there for the last Euro Cup. Mark and I with the family versus Spain. We've seen how exciting, how much fun it was. So nice. bring that energy Saturday, baby. Nice, nice. Call me Bookies um, Live at the Benfica Club. That's right. So we better I start getting we better start getting uh, downloads in Portugal, man. There we go. I, I know, got, right? We need to add them to the passport. We, we, we got, got family stamp out them. there. They ain't downloading. Kind of. Yeah, no, damn. <laughs> Yeah, what the heck? Come on. Uh, come on. I'm going to have to talk with them. Yeah, so I, I assume by next Wednesday we'll have – we'll be out of the – wait, does it, everyone play each other twice or just once each? No, it's every four days every team plays. So Portugal is Tuesday, Saturday, the four-day rest. They play, I think, next Wednesday is their last game, I want to say, versus okay. France. So, so, we'll be, yeah. so we'll be winding down the, the group stages mm-hmm. by the time we record next week, and we'll get a good feel for who's going to uh, advance to the round of 16. Cool. So from the Euro 2020 to our last uh, sports uh, topic of the night is NASCAR. Of course, your boys were, you know, sipping not wine, but we were sipping some Budweiser's and some Miller Lights and some uh, goddamn uh, – seltzers for the first time myself but uh but sonoma was hella fun uh especially since kyle larson won his second race in a row there and then of course last weekend if everyone tuned in he won the million dollar check at texas motor speedway by winning his third race in a row uh but fellas let's go to uh sonoma first hold on 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 you're not gonna give the you ain't gonna give comic bookie mark your co-host any credit for calling two races in a row i told you (laughs) I told you on this podcast, it's documented. I told you Kyle Larson going to win the 600. Kyle Larson, before we record, before we went on the race, to the race, Kyle Larson, you might be watching Kyle Larson win your second race live, live and in action again. You're like, well, I hope so. Man, uh, can I say, baby, my boy Larson, uh, the fact that I haven't been putting any money on him to win, I'm the one that's really taking the L, right? I'm taking the L. But no, it it was definitely fun to finally get out to a race, man. Uh, We were in good spots all over the place with the limited capacity. I didn't think that they were really giving a damn. You could kind of travel around. You're on hills. That was hella fun. fun. My energy. We got right next to the pits. It's just dudes are like picking up my damn seat cushion that fell over. (laughs) That was hella funny. (laughs) Check out Mark was popping fences, man. Check out the got got me coming out of porter potties, outhouses. Man, check out the video youtube.com slash the comic bookies, man, because it it sure was an adventure, and it was great to share it with my uh, TCB uh, brothers. Yeah, and then just like, what, a couple years ago, we left at the perfect time. We left when there was like nine laps left. They had those two late cautions. So by the time the race actually ended, we were already in the car, you know, know, heading out of the parking lot. And it didn't take us long at all to get out there. So that was really, that was really, really cool. That was uh, definitely the best race I've been to, I think, just energy-wise. Even though it was only like 35% capacity, you still felt a good vibe with the people. and Just a lot of good energy. The cars were loud. What alluding to what Mark said, we really got to go almost anywhere we wanted, and it felt really good. I mean, it felt safe. Obviously, safety first, you know, being his fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, no masks, yet we still felt like we were in a good, safe environment. And just watching a race, you know, the first time we went, we were in the, you know, bleachers over there. But to all the different places we were going, I mean, you guys definitely check out the awesome video that Mike put together. I mean, you can see all the angles we were at. We were up close and personal with the cars. Yeah, we had a fence between us, but, I mean... It was something we didn't expect to get that close. We've seen the pickers right there, kind of seeing the stuff they're doing behind the scenes with all the technology, the computers. And yeah, yeah. man, it's a whole new respect for NASCAR. Just another thing that's like, damn, man, like 
it is a team sport. So people you don't see that work just as hard, man. That one pit stop, you got to hit a home run every damn time. And it was good, man. Yeah. I got my lug nuts, too, from the pits. <laughs> you got your lug nut. I got my lug nut. That was cool. So and Clippers lead 3-2. Just a quick little update, guys. Yeah, I see them interviewing Paul George right now. So for <laughs> anyone listening to this, I'm sure game six will have already happened. But yeah, um, so the All-Star race was cool. I was obviously um, not able to watch it. I was just doing family stuff in Arizona, so I wasn't able to watch. Mark, did you watch any of the All-Star race? Of course. Cause, yeah, because you were texting us back and forth, and then all of a sudden you were like, you know, you texted a long thing about, you know, about Kyle Larson. I was like, Cause, but you didn't say his name, and you were like, and I was like, what did I tell you? Blah, blah, blah. He's the best right now. I was like, what the? I was like, damn, did Kyle Larson win? And then you were like, yeah. I was like, oh, crap. I didn't even realize. I didn't even, like, think to check the So you didn't watch time. any of it? No, no, no. It was, was like, like a crazy format, actually. We didn't even get a chance to get into it. That's right. But the format was just 15 laps, 15 laps, 15 laps, yeah, 15 it was. laps, How many 20 laps, like 15 laps, seats? 10 laps. I'm like, what the – what kind of weird – I don't know. And then they like a fan vote where they got to pick a color and then they had the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and they like dropped the the thing. And it said, oh, 12 of the, the top 12 are getting inverted. So the top 12 started in the front and the people that finished. So Kyle Larson, after the first stage, he had to start in the back because he was first and they inverted the field and then they inverted it again another time. And then another time it's like they had to pit a uh, green what? pit stop and then Chase Elliott's crew chief or crew pit crew won a hundred thousand for having the I fastest saw, pit i saw stop. that i mean i was like what the i mean i guess they're trying i mean i saw I, I think it was a daytona 500 it was like right it was during a break or whatever like a stage break or whatever of the daytona 500 or one of the really early races but like the you know ceo or the president of texas motor speedway he got on and he, and he gave the fine details yeah, of the all-star the race and and I have I, have, I was like, what the hell is this all like you know 15 laps so I remember him talking about it but that kind of went over my head so um hey at least the one race I missed was not really like a season race you know it like had nothing to do with points and stuff it was just a fun race but Kyle Larson takes it and takes home the uh, checkered flag and the million dollar check Dragon for rights. his his second straight win as far as all star races raced. Because obviously he didn't race in it last year, and then two years ago, I think at Charlotte, he did win the the million dollar check. So good for him. Uh, Mark, can you tell us anything about Nashville? Because me and Sean don't know a damn thing. I don't even know when's the last time. Like when's the last time that has the cups? Is this one of like the the Coda where it's like never been raced before, or are they back at Nashville? No, I think they've raced at it before. I haven't looked into it. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I wish I had more information on it, but um, I know that there's been five racers because they had like the little nascar on ig where it's the they do like the little poll or whatever yeah. and like there's five guys that have won there actually oh, okay. carl edwards actually has done pretty good there he won some i think he won some championship or something there i think it might have been more the xfinity series that's been there don't quote me on that but not cup but i'd have to look more into that if you guys like continue on i can try to do a little bit of research but um yeah i think it's been more xfinity but uh let me look it up real quick i mean it's it's kind of like me and sean are going into this blind you know just like let's pick drivers that are hot right now let's pick chase oh, to win that's easy let's, let's pick joy logano to win let's yeah. pick kyle larson to win like martin Truex jr you know like for me i have no you know no thought you know no research nothing to go off of no history so it's kind of like Coda. Yeah. 
Like, it's like, easier for us. You know, like, with like, like Coda was easy for us because we were like, okay, let's go with a road course guy. Let's go with Chase, Chase Elliott. And sure enough, he wins that race. So, you know, Nashville, it's a short track, right? Is it a, sh- a shorter track? Like it's mile, a short, mile? Yeah, down? it's a shorter track. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? It's, I mean, I'm sure it's, it'll be entertaining, you know? Yes, that's it's right. Cool. It is going to be the first time that they uh, host a cup race. Um, let me see. I'm, I'm pulling it up. Uh, 1958. Damn. But yeah, they raced Xfinity there, I believe, from 2000 or 1994 until 2001, I think. This is it's just giving me a bunch of history, like pictures. But um, yeah, they have the banquet there last year at Nashville. But um, as far as uh, so one in um, let I me see. This is the best. It looks like it's a one and one eighth mile track. Is that what it is? If they haven't reconfigured it. Yeah, it's pretty small. Is a is it the fairgrounds? They call it like the yeah, fairgrounds, the fairgrounds speedway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty cool that they're actually going to do something different. I mean, it, it's just been a crazy season so far. Coda, Nashville. I mean, I mean, shoot, me and Sean have only ever seen two road courses ever with you know Watkins Glen and Sonoma, yeah. but now they have seven road courses this year on on the circuit. You know, so True. actually, no, I'm, I'm, I, I lied. Daytona road course and then the Roval at Charlotte, but you know, just consistently it's always was just Watkins Glen and Sonoma, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm excited. I'm not really going to give a pick. Let's just go hell. Let's for the hell of it. Let's just go Kyle Larson. Cause he's on such a hot streak, but who knows? Sounds like guaranteed money to me. That guy is just killing it, racing with confidence. And it was really good. I would just real quick go back to Sonoma because, you know, there was times that, you know, pit, you know, pit stops happen. He goes behind, whatever. And just how strategic his was and how fast his car was. And we're on that one turn before the big loop. We're like, he's about to catch this guy right here. Yeah. And, like yeah, where he man. goes up like where he goes up the hill. <laughs> right. And then we're the like hill. and then when he disappears, then we're like, he's gonna come around that the the, the yeah. S curve or whatever, and he's gonna be in front of the guy. Watch. And sure enough, Bro. he had already passed the guy. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Mark, and before I, we uh, I was wrong. I was wrong. It wasn't ninety four, it opened in two thousand one. The last time they raced there was in two thousand eleven in the Xfinity series and also in the truck series. So they haven't raced there till since two thousand eleven. Oh wow. Well, I think there has some I think well. I think there's houses that are kinda close by, if I'm not mistaken. I might have heard something about that. Okay. Um kinda well, loud or right. something. Maybe that had to do with like complaints, but uh yeah, I'm seeing here also IndyCar series race there from two thousand and one until only two thousand and eight. Scott Dixon winning for chip ganassi racing three years in the row before it closed uh oh, 2006 nice. seven and eight cool. so well, yeah cool team penske has a win there in indy and uh ford has one four chevrolet has five and dodge has one pontiac one toyota two Joey right. Logano and Kyle Busch with wins there. Ooh, uh, if they <laughs> oh, know the track go. a little bit, if they know the track a little bit, Brad Kozlowski would have win there also, and Kevin Harvick. So there so, it is. So there it is. So everyone, so everyone enjoy the. I'll take Logano this week, man. He hasn't been doing too good. I know he doesn't like to uh, compete at how he's been competing. He's been doing all right, but I know he wants to be running a little bit better. Right now, it's been the Hendrick show with a little bit of Kyle mixed in there. Denny's been fading away a little bit. He's been so hot since the beginning, but I don't know if he's consistently, consistently getting top fives anymore. But uh, yeah, 
Uh, we'll see. I'll take Logano, baby. Let's go 22. He needs well, right. to win this season. Everyone out there, enjoy the first race on NBC. They are not on Fox anymore, so um, enjoy right. the first race on NBC. But uh, this has been the Combogies podcast. We are going to take a short break to go to the bathroom and, and refill our beverages, but we will be right back with the second half of our podcast, the sports section. So see you in a bit. Is. BRB. Hey, everybody, this is Jason Douglas coming at you on the Comic Bookies. I'm here to tell you about my one-shot graphic novel, 64 pages from SourcePoint Press called Parallel. It's all about second chances. It's all about dreams deferred. Landon, pushing 30 years old, is experiencing his quarter-life crisis. The decisions he made early in his life, in his 20s to abandon his music career, have resulted in a midlife kind of stagnation and depression and self-doubt and even a loveless marriage. But check it out. When the voices start and the visions appear, Landon fears for his sanity, but is nevertheless tempted and awoken to a very unique and dark possibility. A parallel version of himself is offering a chance at redemption to change it all. His fate was sealed, but now his destiny awakes. What price would you be willing to pay for a second chance? You can get this book, all 64 pages at it, from SourcePointPress.com, paper copies and digital copies. And if you want to take that extra step and support an indie creator and indie comics and indie publishing and small press, you can also go over to the Ringo Awards at their website and vote for me for Best New Talent and Best Graphic Novel. Thanks a lot, guys. And welcome back, everybody, to the Comboogies podcast. Like every single week, we're brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Go to see Alex. Not today, because he is now closed. It's after hours. But every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, go get anything in the comic book world. You get some pop toys. You get some statues. You can get some of those little golden books. Hell, you can get uh, cards, like Mark was talking to us uh, earlier. But now... On to the comic books. Going to give you a quick rundown of what came out today on New Comic Book Day. So over on DC, we have The Flash 771, Nightwing 81, Catwoman number 32, this Batman Fortnite zero point number five comes out today, and Tom King gives us Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow number one. Now, I also want to highlight, too, that for all of you Static Shock fans, Static Season 1 number one from this milestone kind of – side of dc number one of that came out today as well uh marvel venom 35 new mutants 19 fantastic four 33 miles morales spider-man 27 and one of my favorites me and sean's alien number four uh over on the image side we have radiant black five the silver coin three stillwater eight ultra mega four and home number three boom studios gives us berserker keanu reeves's book number three and seven secrets number nine and finally awa with the resistance uprising number three uh gentlemen this is the comic book side so let's give the fans like a quick rundown i mean we have two weeks worth of books to do but let's uh you know keep it kind of quick let's give a quick rundown of what we liked the last couple weeks and maybe highlight like one book that you know like what that was our favorite so what do you guys think of the last few weeks of books you know what uh i know we probably all read different things probably a couple similar books then uh the pre-production now mark alluded to batman the detective Bro, I love that book. It's actually one of those books that I know we had the first one. I was like, okay, you know, older Batman. But the new characters that we've kind of met, uh, it's fun. The most recent one also kind of learned like how Batman, who he kind of learned a lot of 
his secrets <laughs> from, a lot of his training from, bro. It's it's been good. Yeah, it has. It definitely has. Mike, I don't think he's Mike hasn't dove into it yet. So we're, we're not gonna give. That's out why I can see he's taking off his head. He's like, please, Sean. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That, that's, that's why I didn't go too much into him. You know, kind of keeping it vague a little bit. But no, it's it's pretty damn good. With with Mike being on uh the, his Arizona trip that we talked so deep deeply into uh, earlier in the podcast, he didn't get a chance to read it, guys. This one right here. Batman the Detective. It's a six-issue miniseries, I believe, uh, by uh, Tom Taylor, one of Mike's favorites. Um, dude, yes, yeah, this obviously was the best, the third issue. We're kind of getting a lot more knowledge on what he's doing, why he's doing it, how he's doing it. Uh, and uh, it definitely leaves you with um, – I'm just going to flash it real quick at the very end for uh, Mike so he can get uh, – yeah, he closed his eyes. He closed his eye. He doesn't want to see. There it is. But um, it's it's. Uh, I can't wait for you to dabble into it. But that's a good one, Sean. I was uh really really enjoyed that one. It probably was my favorite one, even though I'm a huge Joker guy, and I do believe it's been great yes. with the whole um Gordon chasing him and everything. This is the one that I that was also from last week, but um very very good. This one was kind of a setup kind of a fill-in story kind of a setup story so i don't believe it was as good as batman detective or as um what was it the uh detective comics sorry Mm -hmm. batman detective detective comics yeah detective was good too getting a lot of uh new answers there and uh um yeah the nice house on the lake mike another one that i wish he would have read but he didn't sean did you pick this one up i did not sir i I read it Oh, you did read it. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, because that's from two weeks ago. So, yeah, so that's actually my favorite from this week. So James Tinian, you know, he's been giving us so many books, the Department of Truth, Batman, Joker. And, yeah, we're on like four books of his right now. So The Nice House on the Lake, it was definitely like a clue book, you know. So, Sean, just to give you a quick synopsis, this chick, she's being approached by a guy uh, in a bar kind of being hit on and stuff but like just kind of wants to be a friend as well like this guy kind of comes off as you know he asks her how do you how do you think the world's gonna end you know she's like what the hell kind of a weird conversation to have with the person you just met for the first time right so he somehow gets her email months later and invites her and other people to a lake house i believe in like wisconsin or michigan there mark like it's like his uh, his mom's friend's uh, house and they gifted it to him or they said he can use it for uh, like a week or two. So then it's uh, kind of like Clue because when she first gets there, she's like the artist. Like this guy has like kind of played a game. I forgot what her name is, but, you know, she's the artist. Then you have like the pianist. Then you have the doctor. Then you have the writer. Then you have the journalist, you know, and stuff like that. So you have all these people who like they have, of course, you know, their names like John and Sally and whoever mm-hmm. the hell but they have the something like that's our occupation. And also in the little thing, I, I can actually show you. Let me flip to it. Like it says right here, like this guy's the comedian. See this little thing right here where it we says his name, his, his name, his age. And then it says um, college cluster. So he's like he, he knew him in college. Like this guy, Walter, like this is like the guy. And then New York cluster as well. Like he knew him in New York. That's mm-hmm. like how his connection with this one guy, right? So it's kind of weird. They're just like, you know, like where's the man of the where's the man of the hour? Like where yeah. is he or whatever? And then all of a sudden what happens is is there's a huge explosion. 
and like some diabolical thing ha- that happens back home and like the, the world like is going to end. So it's like crazy how he invited all these people out here and like, you know, how he asked how this world's going to end. And then, yeah, it's, sure it's, enough. It, it's pretty crazy. Um, and now they feel like they're like trapped at this house with this guy, you know? Yeah, that's that's a little crazy, but I'm liking the whole uh, spy feel to it. That's dope. Bond, bro. I don't another know. Another one. Another spy, right? Another spy, and the one that we can't again really get too detailed in because I know Mark or Mike hasn't read it. But another goodie. Uh, the fans don't get. They're probably gonna get a little bit of vague insight into some of the readings we've had because we haven't all read the same thing. But again, Bond was awesome. Mike, another treat. You are going to like it. I think what Mark said actually is best. I mean, I like the first one, but I definitely agree with his statement that they're just getting better and better as the issues keep coming at us. Dude, like when I first got into comic books, I've read like four or five different of these six-issue miniseries of Bond. Like I was reading my DC. I was was reading actually mostly DC, but Bond was the other – kind of story that i'd be buying online i'd wait till all six issues of one story would come out and then i would buy all six of them at one time from this online store and dude thoroughly enjoyable so i can't wait to get into all of these um i would try my hardest my hardest to not only read last week's books but today's books as well by the time we record next week nice, actually no actually no you know what actually i have another week off because remember um uh just you two to give everyone some news uh, my wife is having like a minor surgery next week, but it is on Wednesday, and so I'll be taking some time off of work and from the podcast as well. But Mark and Sean will be here next week to give you guys um, all of the information and entertainment of colliding the worlds of sports and comics. But hey, now I have a few days to stay home and actually catch up on those books. So you know what? By the time I come back the next week, I'll definitely oh, be ready. Man. Fire Take commentary, fire yes. commentary, hell right yeah, there, yeah. comic bookie fans. Um, but like, yeah, going through it, like Crime Syndicate, again, like it's cool. I thought it was going to be better than I thought it was going to be. Thank God it's only a six-issue miniseries because it's not that good. Same thing with Man Bat. It was cool, only five issues, a nice cool scarecrow story with Batman in it. Uh, Bliss, this story was okay from Image. It was way better the first like four issues. Then it took a break, and then the the last four issues were kind of like, eh, whatever. But this other one that I kind of wanted to talk about real quick was Moths. And this is like a side story to this, uh, the resistance, you know, with all these people with the huge pandemic that happens and then everyone gets these powers. Now, what moths is, is that they call them moths because I'm pretty sure moths might have like a, a short like lifespan, I guess, because wh- why they call them moths is, is that they test them to see if they have powers, but they haven't shown them yet. Like, like Sean, you're in, you can, you, you can be invisible, but you haven't, um, you know, grown that power yet. So what they do is they have a huge like ceremony or something like that, and then once you, um, uh, they kind of like fast forward the process, and so now all of a sudden, boom, now you can fly or now you're invisible or whatever, but you have like only six days or six weeks to live, right? And so these people have become like these like m- these martyrs. Like I need these powers because I'm gonna help. I'm gonna do some good. Like I'm gonna save the world and stuff. So it kind of features this one girl. So that number one issue of like a six issue miniseries was actually really good from AWA. So, but that's all the books I have because I didn't get to read anything from last week besides Detective Comics, which is. Pretty I don't know good. about the trade off right there, man. Superpowers are nice, but six <laughs> six weeks to live, man. It's like, it's like or it's like six days. Like it's not even that long. What about this week, Sean? 
You picked him up. What do you like for this week? Did get him this week. Uh, obviously, he's still rolling with Radiant Black. It's like number five already. So excited about that. That story's been good. I know uh, Alien 4, Mike and myself are on. That's good. And we got Mark's favorite, The Flash, 771. There it is. <laughs> there it is, the one and only. It's your but, guy. You know, still rolling you, with it. How's your guy holding up? You excited for your guy? Uh, I still got to figure out which time frame he's Wally. in, but... <laughs> I'm no, probably I'm probably going to pick up this Supergirl, the Woman of Tomorrow. I'll probably pick up number one if there's still an issue on Friday when I go. Um, I'm really excited about uh, Stillwater's been good, which I believe Stillwater has is up for an Eisner for best book of the year, nice, by the way. Nice. So uh, Ultra Mega is awesome. It's one of those ones where I pay six or seven dollars, but like the content is 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 really good. Yeah, home number three is out too, Mark. That's there right. Home number three, we got uh, Mark. You still holding strong on Miles Morales? I got Miles. we we have you know Berserker and Seven Secrets and stuff. So yeah, plenty of books. And of course, res- speaking of moths, we have Resistance Uprising number three come out as well. But Don't I probably say time after time or time before time. What, what, That's what right. Is it? Time before time. Yeah. Pretty crazy first issue. Um, kind of liked it enough to pull it, I guess. See how it goes. I think it's only six uh, issues or something. So yeah. I'll see. Not not too much this week. That is too too enticing. Berserker being my favorite, obviously. I got it on display, but we'll see. Yeah. Fireworks. Yeah. Seven secrets, you know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that one's pretty good too. But I mean, the thing about comics is, I just sent Alex my previews list, and oh my god, it was a huge list. I'm I'm going backwards with this whole thing of trying to like keep it to keep it chill. I gave him like one image book, one Boom Studios book. Of course, I had to get like there's like this little Spider-Man one, the little golden books for my daughter or my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably get to my son this time, you know, Spider-Man. I got to give it to him. But between Marvel and DC, I got like freaking eight other books like i pulled Damn. the first I, I pulled the first issue of this black panther book eight books from previews like, <sighs> like i i pulled the first issue of the new black panther story i pulled the first issue of this new cable reloaded story i pulled the whole six issue miniseries of like the avengers tech on and then on the dc side now granted it's like did you guys see on the, on the dc side it's like batman fear state it's like a side little story to the batman's uh series right now i'm hopefully it's only like one issue but like pennyworth <laughs> like alfred pennyworth he has a uh, like a seven issue miniseries coming out uh from black label uh no. Bat, or, or superman versus uh, lobo is it like a three or four issue miniseries i gotta pull that i pulled Damn. the batman 89 I, I pulled, pulled the Batman 89 too. I had to I mean, pull the dude. Bao Fam. Did you pull the Bao Fam? The, the one shot? The, the Secret Files Clown Hunter. I did pull that. Yeah. And then I pulled the uh, Joker Presents uh, Puzzle Box. I, I was, pulled oh, that Oh, I one. think I saw that one. Yeah. So, I mean, I got it. had like, some oh, weird art on it, I think, right? Yeah. It was like his face, but it was like yeah, red yeah. going up like that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, I pull that. as much of a Joker guy as I am, I decided not to pull that one. Because I don't, I don't want to get in the realm of pulling eight per previews, man. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I need to, like, I, I need to just it, throw away I, my next preview. Like, no matter what, <laughs> just throw it away. Don't get I it. Pull, if I pull eight previews, that means I'm probably pull listing them at least five to six of them. There it is. Damn. That's yeah. why, ladies and gentlemen, why he can't have reviews when he goes on vacation. Because there's just too many. <laughs> there's just too many to keep can't up keep with. Up. 
Yeah, so I mean, if that's all you guys have for comic books, let's get into some of the news, shall we? No I have down. a few little, yeah. little little quick hitters. Mark, you have a quick hitter, and then I definitely want to get into uh, two things: uh, the Loki first episode and the these Eisner Award nominees. I got to pull up the the article, but I can get it to you. Uh, Netflix uh, for its new upcoming Assassin's Creed uh, show, they get diehard writer Jeb Stewart to write the show. So I mean, hey. Not like good old, you know, Die Hard, but it's Assassin's Creed. Uh, Mark, I know you're probably not a fan of. I'm not sure if you saw the movie, but me and Sean have been playing the video game since day one, since the first Assassin's Creed game came out. You know, 15 years, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So Go back, baby. Super excited about that. Uh, James Wan, the director of Aquaman, has announced that Aquaman 2 has a title. It's going to be called Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So that's pretty cool. Um, Mark, you had a, a an NFT story. Actually, I want to. I got a couple more stories before we get into that NFT story. First of all, I want to give a shout hitters. out. Huh? Uh huh. Go ahead and give me some quick hitters. Yeah, for sure. Quick hitters. Uh, Bronx Street is being renamed Stan Lee Way in honor of comic book legend. The comic book writer who helped create Marvel's greatest superheroes now has a street named after him. Uh, where exactly is it in the Bronx? I think is he died. Hold on. I think he's from the. Is he from New York? I think he's from like that. Uh, yeah, he's probably where his hometown is. Yeah. So, yeah, they're uh, renaming a street after him in his hometown. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, took a while to do it. But nonetheless, it's done. Another one, Mike. I don't know if you saw this, but Harley Quinn, the animated series, is getting a comic book sequel after the second season. It is going to be returning in comic book form. It is going nice. to be titled. The Eat, Bang, Kill Tour, where Harley Quinn and Poise Ivy's animated adventures are going to continue on in comic <laughs> book form, like I said. Uh, did you watch that season? I know you – Not the second season. I watched the first like four or five episodes of the first season. So I kind of – it was during the, the pandemic when the first season first got put on HBO Max and they dropped the second season. Yeah. Uh, I watched like probably – if the first season's like 10 episodes, I watched the first half of that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to continue animated at all. I think from what I'm seeing here, I think it's just going to continue on to uh, a comic book form, which is better for me because I'll read the comic before I'll watch a TV show. You know how I am with TV, but it's kind of like kind of like what they did with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They have like seven seasons and then they continued season eight in comic book form. That's pretty cool. Before we give the fans some NFT news, since we are on Harley Quinn and uh, all that, do you want to give the fans your news, Mike, real quick? <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, well, well. My wife yeah. actually sent me this article yesterday. It was super funny. Um, they canceled uh, or they cut a scene out of an episode of the Harley Quinn you know, show of kids, if you're listening to this, go ahead and earmuff this parents if you got earmuff. kids in the car earmuff this but i'm gonna say it in the most pg pg-13 way i can um but i guess batman was pleasuring his significant other uh catwoman and he was uh yeah he was he was hungry and uh yeah so he was doing some certain things to his lady that's this is a know, cartoon we're talking about here guys a, and this is a cartoon oh, so, so who knows if they wouldn't have shown anything they might have just had sounds and stuff maybe some you know stuff flying out that way whatever uh yeah, but yeah, yeah. so they uh, sounds, michael 
I'm not gonna do those sounds. I mean, on the that, we we already <laughs> know that that's a that's an adult cartoon, obviously. So yeah, not, it's, it's something like that could have been expected. We obviously see with South Park some of the you know Family Guy the stuff that they get away with still, even though it's but the at least they culture. bleep out their f words. Like this is HBO. This is like sure. f this f that. Like nothing is bleeped. Like nothing is taken. But I guess that went too far. So it was um that scene was deleted. So and then people are up in arms. Uh, you know, outraged by it. So I would have, you know, I would have, it's not like I was like, Oh my God, I want to see that. But I thought it would have been hella funny to, to see that, you know, something that you would never expect Batman to be doing. I don't never think DC would have expected it. I don't know if DC was expecting it either. Whoever came up with that one. I mean, I, well, I guess, yeah, I, I guess not because DC's okay with everything else that they talk about. Jesus, dude, some of the stuff they say is outrageous. So I guess that just that that crossed the line, I guess. So somebody didn't have a preference in that. Somebody just wasn't into that kind of thing. And hey, I don't know. I don't know. But but you know what? I don't know. Catwoman. Pussycat, you know, I think I see where you're going here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Did you read some of the the, the comments that I sent you? Yeah. (laughs) It's just great. The memes. He's like, he's like, it's ironic that Catwoman would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People would know where we're going with this. So, um, but that's pretty crazy. But your NFT story, sir. NFT, let's hit it real quick. You know, it's been real big. We talk about this with writers and comic book people and all types of, you know, we even talked about it with Crazy Pratt and everybody's trying to get into the NFT. A blockchain developed by Binance is going to host a marketplace. Guys, if you guys are into this type of stuff, a marketplace that's going to be dedicated to Marvel superhero universe. Um, according to uh, I got Benzinga.com here, NFT marketplace will offer traders, collectors, and fans of the Marvel universe a way to own a piece of it through tokenized artwork. The marketplace will be built on the Binance smart chain and consequently powered by the Binance coin, BNB. Why it matters, it says. The NFT marketplace will also feature that Marvel fan token. So you're kind of getting Disney and Marvel kind of giving kind of making their own type of coin, if you will, like all these other damn altcoins and shit coins. And, you know, that they've been coming out with. It's just pretty funny. Have you guys have you guys heard some of the ones since we kind of got rated R earlier? But uh, earmuffs, 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 if there are any kids in the car, but. Kind of like they had, they had one that came out, it's like the cum coin or like the cummies, and they have like all <laughs> types of like, freaky dude, coins. they got one, they got one because D- Elon is always like, punch, like, um, obviously he's always pumping the Dogecoin, so they mm-hmm. made one. I don't know if he's even behind it, I probably not, but they made one named like Doge Elon, like Dogecoin, but Doge Elon, Elon. and I'm like, dude, these that de- it's just getting out of control with all this, but. Nonetheless, I'd pretty say that I'm pretty much safe to say that I would think that Walt Disney wouldn't be putting their name behind anything uh, that, you know, I'm pretty sure Walt Disney and Marvel have done their uh, their homework before they decided to go with BNB and make crypto MV, which is going to be earned on each interaction with the ecosystem and holding, which will allow the holder to periodically receive free NFTs. So uh, I guess it's I think it says that I think you can the platforms users can upload artwork themselves and will be assisted by AI in creating and selling it. Users will also be able to send their NFTs as gifts. Each trade on the NFT Marvel marketplace to sustain a six percent fee and two percent goes to all 
AMV, remember that's the cryptocurrency that they want to create on this Binance, goes to all MV holders as MV, 2% foes of the to the liquidity pool on the pancake swap. I've heard of this, the pancake swap decentralized exchange while the 2% will be burned. So that's uh, pancake swap. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's kind of like an exchange where a lot of people are buying like these safe moons and these coins. And uh, yeah, I, I haven't dug much into it. Kind of rather stick to like um, equities instead of crypto, mm-hmm. although I do hold some doge. But uh, it's all for fun, man. But uh, what are you guys' thoughts? You guys being the big Marvel guys. I mean, I just think it's crazy. Disney I guys, mean, if you will. Like some things that you wouldn't think that would go into that market. You know, it's. It's like, exactly oh, what I was thinking, you know, so it's like I knew 100 percent it was going to go into that market. Maybe not the crypto market, but the yeah, NFT. Yeah, yeah. Market. Yes, anything crypto. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, exactly. Dude, that, that's what I meant. Some dude just sold artwork that there was nothing there. It was just space for like 18. Well, do you see it? What? No. Yeah, what? You guys keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I'll pull it up. Oh, that I mean, that that's just crazy. But yeah, no, you're right. Uh, the NFT for sure. But the crypto. No, I mean, it's just crazy. But hey, if they make some it's, money, probably, it's, it's, it's probably gonna be successful, you know. An Italian artist in the this invisible sculpture just sold for eighteen thousand dollars. An Italian artist, Salvatore Garou, just sold an invisible sculpture for over eighteen thousand dollars. Reports Artnet. The did you see that one? The sculpt the sculpture is nothing more than an empty space. The artwork titled Lo Sono, I am an Italian. Lo sono, I am, is in Italian. It's a five-by-foot square free of obstructions, according to the Artnet. You don't, quote, you don't see it, but it exists. It's made of air and spirit, end quote, according to Guru, the New York Post says. Dude, it's like, I don't know if you guys, you guys didn't hear this story, obviously. I'm sure some of our listeners did, but he sold space, bro, air. Like, someone bought air, like, and said that it, dude. I'm going to take That's my crazy. ass to Michael's, go get some mats, and I'm going to go sell some air, too. And we're gonna oh, he sold <laughs> air. He's an artist. And come up with. He sold air. Dude, we can make eight. a paper mache my ass and then sell it for some good money. Let's do Dude, that. It probably won't be worth 18000 That's crazy. He sold hey. air. He sold a 5x5 five five piece of square and said that it was Le Sono. I, I am. In Italian, baby. Nah, so uh, man. The, the stuff people make money off of these days and the stuff people spend money on this these market's days, it's getting crazy bro it's like what is this like like just like what the hell but to me like that's almost like see like that to me my mindset is that's kind of like a like a mind like fooling somebody like here i have is this like there ain't nothing here but i'm gonna try to basically convince you that there's something here worth something and you still value, like, oh, value of Pokemon cards. At least there's something there. Like, you're going to convince me some guy is selling. I'm not even saying a damn card should be worth that. But, like, I don't know. That's just, that stuff baffles me, man. If it ain't physically True. there, bro, I just don't know where the value is. I'm sorry. Very well, true. these comic books are going to be physically there in a couple of years. Hopefully uh, some of these, uh, we say it all the time, man. Hopefully we grade them. Some of them come out and, uh. Some of them, we got a couple new characters and whatnot. Uh, Detective, you wrote Detective, right, Mike? I did read Detective, yes, the one from last week, yes. So that's not a new character, right? Or am I the, thinking? Uh, Worth or whatever? Oh, I, no, I was thinking of Batman. Sorry, sorry, Batman. Wait, was it Batman? You're talking about Peacekeeper 1? No. Dang, which one am I? Sorry, 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 sorry. Or sorry. Saint. 
Saint. Saint. No, I don't think he's a new uh, character. No, not no. Saint. Not Saint. Not Saint. Not Saint. What the or heck? The, the big guy. Yeah, it was out of Detective. I don't think so. He's part of one of the 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 founding families of Gotham City. I would think that he might be in a a a story, you know, over the last 100 years, you know. Oh, isn't it the dude that's in the Kano's office and he's like, oh, I just had my lunch or I was just going out for lunch and he got the dude in the alleyway. Oh, oh, that guy and then he like he's like the reason why they're all getting sick and then dying and stuff. Yes, yes, that's not a new character or nothing. That specific that? that specific character like the guy might be new. But some whatever is coming out of his mouth like that, it it may not be new. Oh, we like I I have no idea. I'll ask Alex on but on Friday when I go to the book comic store. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, so that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, your character book, Mark. Sometimes I don't know, but I wouldn't know how to look up that character. Like for like what Mike, I don't know. I guess yeah, I could look through it, but uh. Yeah. That's crazy. Sometimes I feel like I got like all these like new like characters. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> score big comic bookies. <laughs> so we have yeah. uh we have the Eisner Awards. Uh the nominations were just released uh last week, uh the week that we did not record. So some of the thing I'm just gonna highlight some of the things that I kind of jumped out at me that we all may know. Um one of the nominees for best single issue is the other history of the DC universe. Number one, the big one that I was getting the one with black lightning yeah. on the front. So that's by John Ridley, uh, best continuing series, bitter root. I know that's the one I think, uh, our buddy Joe reads, uh, daredevil, the department of truth, Stillwater. So That's best continuing series is one of the nominees for best. So that's two books by, uh, Chip Zdarsky. Cause he also, uh, is writing daredevil or was, writing daredevil when it was nominated um best limited series uh mark did you grab that first issue of decorum like last year i did yeah that's, me that's too. from hickman yeah yeah jonathan, jonathan hickman, hickman x-men writer absolutely right strange adventures best uh limited series superman's pal jimmy olsen i never even thought to grab that one which is pretty crazy i remember uh, best... you brought it up though mm-hmm. i remember yeah. when the number one came out yeah and yeah. i got it and i didn't continue it are they still so, on it? Uh, it says best limited series. So I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, best new series, uh, Black Widow, which I actually grabbed the first issue. Uh, I think maybe all three of us grabbed the first issue of Crossover. Uh, Mark, you actually continued it for a while. Uh, the I Department did. of Truth again. Philadelphia. Uh, I've been seeing that on League of Comic Geeks. Uh, you know, month Who's after the month. On that one. Rodney Barnes and Jason Barnes. Sean Alexander. That's Barnes. from Image. And then we we only find them when they're dead by al ewing uh from boom studios um let's see there's other ones that i kind of want to see best publication for teens no best anthology no it was i think i think it was getting into like the specific uh person uh like the best you know otk this year yeah so best writer you have ed brubaker uh for pulp and reckless uh matt fraction for that superman's pal jimmy olsen Jonathan Hickman for Decorum and for uh, X-Men. Jeff Lemire for all the Black Camera stuff. Nice. He might win it. And, of course, for Family Tree and Gideon Falls. He also reads, writes all of that. Oh, the guy who's got to win it. Come on now. James okay. Tynion. James Tynion. Oh. Something is Killing the Children. Remember he wrote – remember, Sean, we, we uh, grabbed the first issue of Wind from Boom Studios? Wind is good. Uh, Batman, Department of Truth, and then of course oh, the, 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 the Razor Blades, and then of course uh, Chip Zdarsky with Stillwater, Daredevil, and then Fantastic Four, X Men. Uh, best writer slash artist. Uh, let's see, no one that we really know. Best penciler, Mitch. 
Mitch Gerard's. Gerard's. Yes. No so, Snyder uh, in the in any I, of those, huh? Um, Snyder's not in that. Um, but that's for Strange Adventures. Um, let's see. Um, ooh, let's see. Best cover artist. Tom King or no nominations? You're saying? No, no Tom King. No. Wow. Best coloring. Definitely. Dave Stewart. I I definitely recognize him from the Black Hammer stuff. Dave yeah, Stewart from the 1970s uh, A's. Uh, Matt Wilson. I know, right? My friend. <laughs> 70s. That's 80s, bro. Was it the? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 80s. Sorry, I got uh, my ears mixed up. Matt uh, Matt Wilson, Undiscovered Country for Best Coloring. And then you have you know like letterers and and stuff like that. But that's that's pretty much the like all the ones that we would know as far as the Eisner Award nominations. So congratulations to all the nominees. And I have no is, idea when is, they're going to be announced. Is Merca Andolfo anywhere on there? She's been I didn't coming see out her. On. I didn't see her name when I was first uh, looking at it, but uh, but again, I was just kind of scrolling down like, uh, oh, I know that one. Uh, oh, I know that one. So maybe if I look more into it, then I uh, definitely would see her name. Um, but anyways, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about was Loki, episode one. Uh, Sean, you watched uh, the episode one. You watched a little yes, bit of today, of episode two. So I thoroughly enjoy it coming out on Wednesdays because I really can um, watch it any day that I want. I don't have to stick to like the day it came out on Friday. Uh, but the first episode was cool. I think it was the best rated uh, o- opening Disney Plus show to date. So again, just like Falcon Winter Soldier beat out the first episode of WandaVision, Loki beats out those two. So, But it was pretty good. To be introduced to a new, like, you know, shield or whatnot, you know, just like the time police, yeah. that, you know, if you will. And they, uh, and then Owen Wilson's funny, you know, it's uh, like Owen Wilson is Owen Wilson, you Owen know? Owen Wilson is Owen. The minute you hear his voice, bro, and you start seeing like the way he interacts with people is like the same way he interacts in like <laughs> every movie you'd ever see him with. Just, I don't know what it is, but yeah. Owen Wilson's Owen Wilson. Yeah, definitely. From Zoolander to Wedding Crashers, like it's the same <laughs> yes. dude, you know, it's hilarious. Um, but pretty powerful moment when he is by himself in the room and he pretty much goes through his whole tape of his life and he finds out like what happened to his mom, like he caused it. And then what happened to actually him, how he's killed by Thanos. And of course, duh, you would think that he'd want to change it. So but they need his help. They end up needing his help and they need to find some guy who's Fine. going through time and is committing mm. murders. Uh, hmm. of agents from their um you know organization and it just ha- so happens to be himself himself so who better to find uh, a killer than the actual guy who's committing the murder so that's gonna be pretty crazy that that last scene when everything's on fire in where was it like oklahoma in like the 1850s or something yeah. like that so that was pretty crazy uh you can definitely see that marvel didn't take long to intertwine the whole universe with this episode, how you said, you know, from the beginning of him uh, just appearing in the freaking dust, the dirt, the whole desert mm-hmm. and then the whole time cops arresting him. And what you saying, man, him going through basically like a time frame of like every major thing that happened in life in his life and why it really actually happened, who was actually getting blamed for it. And Loki's Loki, bro. You feel how he is and how he is. He wants his power so bad. And it's like, oh, your powers ain't going to work here. Don't worry. And mm-hmm. I, you know what? Oh, no, Wilson. I was a little, not questionable, but just wondering just how he would fit. He's going to be fine, bro. I, the first interaction he had with Loki, just kind of like that casual, like, yeah, your powers aren't going to work here. Okay, yeah. this guy's good. You just feel that. But no, I definitely like the direction of it. It is funny. They're actually looking for him through time. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Definitely had like a whole 
quicker start. You know, you had a Falcon Winter Soldier. That was like the whole action show. Uh, God, freaking what's the other one called? I'm having a ring brain for right now. A One Division. One Division, obviously, a little bit of a slow start, more of the thinking show for sure. And then this one's just kind of like there's gonna be a little story behind it for sure. There's gonna be a lot of these that connects the dots. I feel. Yeah, I just love the aspect of time travel. You know, just going through things and they have to, and the little thing they have to put down that makes it's it's kind of like a Men in Black nebulizer. It just makes everything back to what it was. Like, mm-hmm. no, you, uh, the the people, the Mongolians. I think that that's where he first landed. You did not just see Loki or us go come through this portal, you know, out of thin air. So we yes. have to reset the timeline to what it was. Pretty cool. And uh, but I just love some of the small things that Marvel does, like the humor thing. Like, remember the other guy who was walking through the the maze of lines and he's like, I don't have my number. Like, what, what the hell? And then he just yeah. gets like vaporized like it was hella funny. Just things like that. Uh, damn it, Mark. I wish you were into these things. I mean, you would like this one. You would yeah. like, bro. Yeah, the Loki like show I, I think was pretty cool because I remember you were having a conversation over Twitter on uh, uh with DJ Cook Beats because he said Loki was fire mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm like, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. It's not you know, oh my god, it's the best thing since you know Avengers: Infinity War, but it, I, I I thought it was good. Right, it was there's good. only I have two episodes out, and the first episode is 51 minutes. The second one is 54 minutes. So oh wow, you know, it's it's some volume there. So yeah, so, excited, so it's not going to be like eight or nine episodes. It'll be what? Just like Falcon Winter Soldier, like five or six episodes? Maybe five to six, and I can easily say, oh, yeah, there'll be another season. <laughs> you can already tell. I think they I think they already signed on, too. Like Even before Loki dropped, I think they already signed on for a second season. So uh, looking forward to that for sure. Uh, you know what? While we were doing this whole uh, fun part of the episode of doing news, I actually fell upon one. The good old oh. Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania, just began film production. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it'll be a release date in 2023. But yeah, good old Paul Rudd back, in, you know, back in the tights. He will be Ant-Man, the production that's began. Yeah, the next MCU film. Good old oh. Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania. Oh, I did name... see. Go ahead. I didn't actually realize that was the name of it, Quantumania, but no, nah, that's awesome. I love those I, movies. I think that's the one with uh, that Kang is going to be the uh, the villain in that one, I believe uh, Kane, the conqueror is going to be the villain in yeah. that one. And I just got, um, I'm not sure how many days ago it was, but Morbius, they're still set for a January, 2022 release, but they've confirmed that it will, he will not be in the MCU. It's going to be like a venom thing where it's going to be just a side thing. So Morbius, the vampire, I'm fine um, with that. Are yeah, you? he, he will not be in the MCU. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. We already have one coming with blade. <laughs> I think I seen, uh, it was Tyrese, Tyrese, Tyrese. He's in the movie. Tyrese, Tyrese. Oh, that Tyrese, Sean? Tyrese Gibson. I think it was actually him who had an interview, and he actually was one of the people who uh, mentioned that it wasn't going to be an MCU film. So, no, I see that same thing, too. So that's, you know, good to know, I guess. See how how much is going to kind of be included if there's going to be, like, any MCU references. Now you know, probably not. So that's good to know. Some M, some some you know things to look forward to in the MCU. Hopefully Loki will last as long as you know season finale, and then the very next week here comes Black Widow to the theaters. You know, hopefully they kind of you know stretch it out to you know it does that. So, uh, but that is all for me. If you guys don't have anything else, uh, that's episode 116 sports comics. Uh, we missed a week, 
and I will miss next week, but Sean and Mark will be here uh, to collide the worlds of sports and comics like we do every single week. So, gentlemen, take us away for episode 116. I felt so long since we've recorded, and it's only been two weeks, but a great, fun time with my brothers for episode 116, the Comic Bookies podcast. Like always, guys, keep supporting us. We love the interaction. There's so much good stuff going on from the playoffs in the NHL, the playoffs in the NBA. We got the Euro Cup going on right now. All these great books going out right now. Some fun movies coming out. And to what we said earlier, California opened yesterday, however you want to take that. But it is some steps forward we're taking to just get that normal back, guys. Whether you get vaccinated or not, that's not what it's about. It's just being safe and just enjoying life, man. Things are about as normal as it's going to probably be for a while. But then again, hey, we're able to go out now. Some people aren't wearing masks. We're able to go to stores now without masks, able to do all these different things. So go support your local comic book shops, Treasure Island Comic in Fremont, California. Go watch all these great movies coming out in theaters. Don't feel like you're going to be trapped in your house any, uh, any much longer. And like us, going to the NASCAR race, go enjoy some sports games because there's a lot of teams out there in the Bay, in the U.S., hey, your soccer teams, you know, worldwide, go support them, guys. I know they are so excited to have us back as well. So with that said, Comic Books Podcast, baby, episode 116. Yes, sir. In the Bay, into the U.S. of A. Thank you for supporting everybody. Thank you for listening in. Yes, we are glad to be back with you. Episode 116. Thank you to our sponsor, Treasure Island Comics, as always. And uh, thank you for the fans. I don't know if Mike's pulling up right now, if he got any new uh, listeners, if we got I already any new did, countries. I already did earlier. I already did earlier today, and unfortunately, we do not. But uh, I think the three new countries two weeks ago uh, made up for it. I, I think that takes care of the rest of the month. So much appreciation to Indonesia, India, and Pakistan from two weeks ago. And shout out to all the countries currently competing in the UEFA Euro 2020. Uh, shout out to you guys, and hopefully you guys keep uh, keep keeping on and prevailing just for supporting the Comic Bookies podcast. Check us out at all social media, at the Comic Bookies, at the Comic Bookies, uh, at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, thank you for joining in live uh, and on every podcast subscription service. Make sure that you give us a rating, give us a review. It goes far. And uh, nonetheless, uh, Thank you for joining us. Thank you, brothers, for being back next week. It's only going to be two of us, like Mike mentioned, but it's going to be fun. And uh, you're going to we're going to find out who won and <laughs> going into the, you know, you the conference finals. And agua. yes, sir. Agua. So uh, <laughs> let's go Portugal and uh, let's go America, as always. And uh, every country around the globe. Uh, let's be optimistic. And uh, we love you. Uh, email us, uh, email the show, thecommonboogies at gmo.com. Please subscribe and follow our Twitch and YouTube pages to get all the updates on new videos that we drop uh, every week or so. And, of course, the live feeds that we run every Wednesday night. But for Mark and for Sean, I will see you in two weeks with these two clowns. We'll see you next week. This has been the Comic Boogies Podcast. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy the pod. Oh, enjoy the sports. Enjoy the comics. And enjoy each other. Peace out. We love you 3,000. Peace. And always enjoy each other. And don't forget to enjoy your fathers this Sunday. Happy Father's Happy Day. Father's Day. All the Father's Day out there. Do something good for him. 
the best thing that you could probably do for him if he's a sports fanatic if he's a entertainer if he's a comic reader if he likes to read at all let him get our link and let him get our podcast to his ears to your dad it'll be the best thing you guys could share together on that sunday thank you comic bookie fans we love you we love you dads we love you veterans let's go baby peace mm-hmm.